0: everyone welcome back to the speak up erica podcast and in today's episode we have my friend anton
1: yay what's up (laughs) i don't know why i should come in my friend anton
0: oh okay (laughs) hi anton how are you doing
1: i'm i'm good i'm good 12 hour difference so you know
0: yeah right now anton's in taiwan and yeah
1: thank you for getting that right if you said thailand that would have just logged on in china (laughs) yeah yeah yeah
0: yeah. but i always like um mistake what the time difference is i never know what day it is for you it's
1: it's exactly 12 hours ahead yeah
0: yeah yeah Yeah.
1: Yeah, so if you're listening to this and you want to dm me just remember 12 hours ahead.
0: so it's still tuesday for you but tuesday evening
1: yeah Mm -hmm. yeah that's right yeah
0: okay yeah, um, Anton. Would you like to just share a little bit about yourself before we get started in our topic?
1: Man, okay. Um, what should? I, <laughs> yeah, thanks. I'll just <laughs> recite my entire life story right now. Um, okay. Well, I guess the stuff relevant to the topic because today we're going to be talking about we're going to be talking about like Tinder, I guess dating apps and yeah. uh, mental health. Right. So. Yeah. yeah. Um. And and I guess I'll I'll go through myself in terms of those areas. Um. <laughs> uh well i am a tinder user um i used a bunch of dating apps you know um for the past like two three years maybe even a little bit before that um and for mental health um i mean you know this already Mm -hmm. but the people listening might not i started scarlet slam back at utm when i was in school it's this poetry slam for mental health um bring back memories
2: yeah that's crazy yeah
1: Yeah, yeah. So it's a poetry slam for mental health. And uh, we have speakers come in to talk about mental health, wellness tips, we had this cozy environment and everything. So I was always pretty involved um, in mental health on campus. And, you know, regarding my own mental health, uh, I started going to therapy back when I was in school. So I think um, third year, I started doing appointments at the school and then throughout fourth year a little bit. And then once I graduated, I also sought mental uh, mental health help um, from a therapist because there's just a lot of stuff that came down on me. But yeah, so those are my experiences in both um, online dating and mental health. Otherwise, um, I graduated with, uh, I guess we can call it like a digital management degree. Yeah.
0: yeah I whatever. sometimes call it business communications.
1: Yeah, you can call it whatever. Anyways, yeah. me and Erica, we graduated from the same program at University of Toronto um like digital management business management I actually I worked in data for a little bit and I (laughs) along with the next 40 um so I came over to Taiwan last was it last yeah it was last year I came over last year yeah it's been like more than a year it
0: feels like so long ago
1: I know think about how I must feel here Mm. um yeah I came over here to teach to just sort of get away again sort of um for my mental health because i noticed the longer that i was staying in my environment the longer i was trying to look for something there the more i was just stressing myself out i was putting more pressure on myself it was so homogenous mm-hmm. that i just needed to escape i needed something new i needed like an experience to make me anxious break apart everything um throughout the past year i started meditating yes. so i do it uh 10 minutes in the morning 20 minutes at night and i started off with like 1 minute Per day by the way can we can we like contact headspace and get them to sponsor this episode let's do it i i I love headspace man headspace if if you want meditation go to headspace one minute three minutes five minutes ten minutes they have i think up to an hour of meditation which i can't even do Mm -hmm. but they have a bunch of great courses so if you're thinking of something simple that'll um greatly improve your life um yeah I, i think headspace so that's where i'm at right now um
0: Awesome, thank you so much for sharing with us anton i I feel like I got taken back into <laughs> like <laughs> I totally forgot about Scarlet Slam for a bit, and that's crazy um with can I talk to you about therapy before we talk more about like yeah, so our man. topic today yeah. is dating apps and how it affects your mental health right? But mm-hmm. um, uh, if I can talk to you a little bit more about the therapy side. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, how did you get started with going to therapy? Because I know, well, per- mm-hmm. I think I kind of know how you did. But um, mm-hmm. I know a lot of people struggle with just admitting that they need to go. And that's like kind of one of their first steps in helping
2: with their right. mental health. Um, yeah. So, yeah. Yeah.
1: Um, to be honest. I think it was actually after I already started um, Scarlet Slam because, Mm -hmm. you know, um, before that uh, I was still having like occasional panic attacks, you know, like I I knew I had some sort of anxiety, but I thought, Mm -hmm. okay, well, you know, like I'm doing all this stuff, like it's good. I'm helping other people and, you know, like I'm strong enough to sort of like take care of myself. Mm
2: -hmm.
1: And then after I started Scarlet Slam, I'm kind of like, well, you know, it's 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 unfair of me to say like hey go to therapy um it'll really help you out without actually going myself um so that was one aspect of it
2: mm-hmm.
1: um the other aspect i think just just at some point i just had started having like really really negative thoughts you know like super negative um to, like suicidal thoughts um you know anxious thoughts and I think there was some kind of, uh, there was still some sort of insulation mentally between me thinking them and me actually performing that action. Like I knew I wasn't going to kill myself,
2: mm-hmm.
1: right? But just just the way that they got to me, I was like, okay, there needs to be something for this. Um, so I went to the health and counseling center at our school and I booked an appointment and To be honest, the wait times were huge, but I was still thankful to be able to have like one appointment every three weeks or something where I would come in, Mm -hmm. I would discuss some stuff. And I feel like those initial appointments really unearthed a lot of like the past trauma that I had, Mm -hmm. Um, you know, like I'm a first generation immigrant um, in this country. Um, I, I come from sort of like a broken home. So all of these things, they, they pile up. And, you know, when you're smart and when you have these defense mechanisms that say, okay, well, I'm going to focus on school 100%. Uh, I'm just not going to think about anything else. Those things work and they do really well for you until you start getting to the end of your schooling, right?
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, and at that point, your mind sort of goes like, what now? <laughs> you know, because for the past while, it's, it's just been like, okay, we're, we'll focus on school. We're not going to think about anything else. school 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 and when there's nothing else you're forced to think about it Mm -hmm. so when i started going to therapy it unearthed all that stuff and i think that sort of laid the foundation for the future years and even now this is things that i still think about i still write about i still explore um with my therapist back in canada Uh, i'm not seeing her right now but occasionally we'll have like a video call if i really need it yeah um yeah and that that's a final thing is I think a lot of people think about therapy as like, okay, well, I'm going to start going to therapy and then I'm going to, you know, like just keep doing it. Or they say like, okay, well, I'm going to go to therapy and it's not going to be effective at all. Sometimes it's effective and sometimes you don't know what the f*** is going on. But the thing that I, well, it's true because, you know, like sometimes you'll leave the session feeling good, right? Mm Um, Like something did just give out. And, you know, in the early sessions, because I I used to do it every two weeks when I first started after um, I graduated university.
2: Mm -hmm.
1: And in those moments, like every two weeks that I went, I felt something get lighter. Right. Mm
2: -hmm.
1: It's not something that you can describe. Something just got lighter. But at the same time, I was still confused. Like I could not tell like how far I was towards being, quote unquote, better Or, you know, like, what my next steps would be. Like, I got some guidance, but at the same time, like, I was still anxious. So, you know, there's these stages that you go through. And, like, maybe you'll start therapy and you'll go to it for, like, a month or two every two weeks. And then you'll say, like, okay, you know what? I'm good. I feel okay. I feel like I'm going to take on the next challenge. And you do it, right? So, like, for me, that was going to Taiwan. I told my therapist, I'm going to Taiwan. I think I'm okay. And she's like, okay, that's good, you know?
2: Yeah.
1: Um, And then when I was in Taiwan... I, I was there a few months, and then I think um, early this year, I was like, man, like, something's just not right. Like, I'm yeah. I'm just thinking about my mom so much, and, like, I don't want to talk to her. And, you know, like, there, there was some stuff, and I was like, okay, it's time to go see her again. Yeah. You know, and then I saw her for a bit, and that kind of unblocked something, and then I stopped again. And, you know, I probably will go see her again. So it's this kind of, like, Rather than just thinking about it as this like, okay, I'll go always and it'll always help me or like this kind of like, okay, I'll go once and it won't help me and then I'll whatever. Think about it as sort of a process, right? You're building this relationship with someone whose job it is, whose job and education it is to help you mm-hmm. with your brain, right? Like, and, and the kind of help is like, you know, you might say something to them and you just don't see it the same way they do. And they will repeat. This This has happened so many times. Well, they will repeat the same exact thing back to you and they're like therapist talk and you were like holy shit I never thought about it right
2: <laughs> yeah like
1: like for for years I was trying to rebuild the relationship with my sister and
2: yeah.
1: you know um I was talking to my therapist about it in one of our sessions and I was just so like heartfelt and I was like oh my god like what else can I do and she she, she did it in her therapist speak she's like maybe you could consider the possibility that your sister is a narcissist. I'm like, Hmm. holy shit, you're right. Like, like everything just pieced together. And she gave me like a book to read and I read it and yeah, man. And now I just, I like, I don't feel bad about not keeping in contact, you know, like everyone has their right. So yeah, I, I I completely encourage anyone who thinks they need a therapist to go see a therapist and, you know, be open to the process, not just like expecting something specific from it. Though I know like, that, that is what people do expect.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Wow. Yeah. I think it's interesting because, well, multiple things that you said, like first where you're so focused on school and then you, mm-hmm. you kind of like forget about it because you're so consumed in so many things. Mm-hmm. And then after is when like it kind of comes back because that kind of happened mm-hmm. to me too with um, like with my mental health in high school at the end of high mm-hmm. school was kind of similar how my mental health was at the end of sorry at the end of university and Mm -hmm. I was like wait did I not get better like am I still the same person like did anything Mm -hmm. even change and like all those things just go through your head Mm -hmm. but yeah and then when you also mentioned um kind of just like how therapy isn't streamlined like you're always Mm -hmm. gonna have to need it whenever and whenever something happens (laughs) in your life
1: yeah yeah so um regarding the first part you notice like it's near the end of certain things during certain experiences um and you know i finished my first year first year here in taiwan um and i've been getting like i haven't been getting anxiety but there's been emotions right and you know it's sort of like this expectation of like okay now what right um and when you start high school, you know that it's going to be four years. Like you record it in your brain, subconsciously, it goes down into the tunnels. And near the end of that four years, your brain's expecting something. It's like trying to figure out what's next, and there's that uncertainty. Mm-hmm. Same thing with university. You go and you know how long your university program is going to be. No one, no one lets you into university being like, "Well, I don't know. It might be eleven years." You know, it's like someone, someone tells you you have a four-year program, you have a two-year program, you have a three-year program, whatever it might be. But at the end of that time limit, your brain already knows that it's coming to an end, and you're kind of like, "Okay, well, what's next? What's next?" And I think the crucial part of that is, you know, I, I read recently the book Outliers by Malcolm Gladwell. I
0: don't
1: know if have you have you heard of it?
0: I have, yeah.
1: Yeah. So one of the things it talks about is how different socioeconomic groups educate their kids. Right. And one of the things that they educate them on is planning. Right. So like for, for someone who was taught to plan ahead or, or was taught to sort of work towards that one goal or practice towards one goal. At the end of that four years, they would know what they would be doing next because they have that overarching goal. They know like, OK, well, I'm going to go to this place. They're already envisioning it. Mm-hmm. For other people who aren't so sure, or who weren't brought up like that, um, it's difficult because you're faced with uncertainty and you don't know what to do, right? You don't know how to plan. You don't know what goal you're focusing on. Mm-hmm. You know, even if you did have a goal, you'd probably be discouraged because you weren't taught like the strategies and and the tactics and everything to to be able to plan ahead. Um, so I, I feel like that's why really the brain gets nervous because it's smart and it knows that things are coming up, even though you're still doing stuff before the real end.
2: Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. Mysterious. Spooky. Spooky. Spooky
0: season's <spoopy>. coming up.
1: <laughs> it's already here, man. It's been here.
0: <laughs> so with therapy, Anton, with myself, like i have personally always wanted to start doing it but i've never Mm -hmm. i feel like i maybe i keep making making an excuse and i'm like oh well i'm trying to find this a free resource or uh, oh i'm actually kind of better today and then it happens something bad happens in my head and then it kind of crashes again Mm -hmm. so um could you like maybe suggest if someone like myself wants to start taking therapy what
1: resources? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Dear Anton, can you force me to go to yeah. therapy?
2: Can um, you? Okay.
1: Well, you know what? Um, Don't Yeah. yeah. Well, it's 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 up to you in the end. But yes. you know, I feel I feel like it could kind of offers a, a little bit of um, a little bit more understanding to what's going on. You know, there's there's a kind of aversion. Um, I feel like there's a kind of aversion, of a aversion of <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> please put please keep that in by the way that was hilarious. Aversion to getting help, um, and I, I've been reading another book recently. I'm like a book fiend right now. Uh-huh. It's called The User's Guide to the Human Mind, and one of the things it talks about specifically is this need for the mind to defend itself. Right, you have this kind of like reptilian brain and you know, it functions on a very basic level. So if you get into a car crash, obviously you'll start being afraid of cars, but on a deeper level, it also avoids, um, emotionally problematic situations and it avoids disconnection or even the perception of disconnection, right? So if you think something might disconnect you from others or, or even change you in some way that you're not certain of, you'll avoid it. Um, and you know, this has some benefits, like you have a consistent identity. So, you know, Every time you see your friends, they can expect you to be a certain way, and that's comfortable, uh-huh. but you know the, the ways it's not beneficial is what you're saying like you know when people refuse to get help simply because they they, they they're subconsciously afraid of this new experience that might change them mm-hmm. um, so so I think a, a part of recognizing why you don't go is to simply notice. You know, when you start thinking of going or if you even make a plan to go, what are the feelings associated with that? You know, do you really take it seriously? Do you do you do do you actually feel like you have the need for help or are you kind of like starting to worry? Are you starting to imagine scenarios where it might not be effective or, you know, scenarios where you might waste time? You know, every mind has a different way of trying to defend but mainly it'll try to make you more anxious and make you imagine something as undesirable. So that's, that's one part of it. And then I think another part of it would be.
2: Goddamn.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I, I lost my train of thought. I was so on it. Um, give me like two seconds.
0: Yeah, that was so great though.
1: Thank you. Cause Thank you.
0: I, I think, that's something I haven't thought about. We can cut this part out. It was like your no, head no, no, head no, 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 no. I mean,
1: you you can talk, and then I can think, and then we can reverse. Okay. You know, Except this is how for, this thing yeah. works. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go for it.
0: But um, so. no, like, thank you so much for sharing about that because mm. I think I've never thought about like my feelings in that certain moment. Like, of course, mm. I kind of have an idea, but mm. yeah, it's like I don't know. For me, I, I think maybe one of the reasons was. Just I I feel like, oh, but I'm okay now. And then it happens. Mm, And then I'm like, oh, mm. but I'm okay again. But it's like kind of a a cycle that I feel like, oh, I still should go. Because just because, I mean, you don't have to be like super screwed up, I guess, to go to therapy. Mm. that I feel like that's kind of a misconception. Right. Like people have an idea of like, Oh, people who go to therapy are like super screwed up or something. Mm-hmm. Is that just, I don't know if, that, if I'm just, I'm not saying no, it like, yeah. But no, like, no, 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 no. I,
1: I completely get you. Yeah. yeah like man. a stereotype like, and, maybe.
0: Right. Yeah,
1: yeah. Yeah. And again, that that's sort of that, you know, that's not something that exists in reality.
2: Yes. You
1: yeah. know, and there are some people who, who might have that viewpoint, yeah. but I think, where that comes from, for most people, is fear, right? Yeah. So, again, going back to that um, that idea that the brain is trying to protect itself mainly from disconnection because, you know, it's this primitive brain. We are monkeys. We grew up in the savannah, which is, <laughs> I don't know if you've been to a savannah, fucking dangerous, right? There's, there's animals everywhere in, in in the early days. They want to eat you. Your only hope is staying with the people closest to you. So, being alone, hugely disadvantageous,
2: mm-hmm. right?
1: So the mind fears this disconnection. And one of these perceived disconnections that it fears is I think looking like you're abnormal, right? Or looking like um you're 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 too needy or looking like there's something innately wrong with you whereas, you know, everybody has these feelings because if you didn't chances are that your ancestor would, wouldn't survive. They simply wouldn't survive because anxiety is the mechanism that gave our ancestors the ability to survive. And mm-hmm. it's only rampaging now because we're not in the same environment.
2: You yeah. know,
1: we're, we're not near, we're not near mountain lions. You know, we're not near. <laughs> um, I I feel like most of us, um, I, I pray that no one's, no one that's listening to this is near like a huge fire or like a storm or something like that or an mm-hmm. earthquake, but yeah, we we don't have these very real dangers. So what we're left to is what we have around us, which is connection, and so we fear disconnection a lot, and that's that's the kind of aversion that we build build up where it says in our head like, okay, well I can't go to a therapist because that will affirm that there's something wrong. with me. Yeah. Whoa. Crazy. But I would contest that with. Even if there is nothing, like, again, I, I'm doing air quotes right now. You can't see it, but I'm doing air quotes. Quote, unquote, wrong with you. Um, I think going to a therapist is beneficial for everyone. Yeah. Because I, I I don't remember where I heard this from. I, I think it's from, like, Terrence McKenna or um, his brother. They said, nobody gets out without a few scars.
2: Mm-hmm. You know,
1: everyone is broken in some way. Um it might even be subtle art of not giving a fuck. I think he might have used uh, that phrase. But yeah, nobody gets out without a few scars. You know, you cannot live a perfect life. You know, think about the subject of parents, right? Like this is something I thought about a lot where I'm like, oh man, like I don't have a father and you know, like my mom's getting old and you know, th- like there's a lot of grief in that statement, uh-huh. right? But then I realized even if you, it might be even more sad if you did grow up with the perfect parents. And you did go through your entire life and then they died. Right? Like, it's this, it's, 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 yeah, man, it's the, it's a relative level of pain and, you know, like everybody will get it. You are not safe. Nobody is safe. Everyone will experience pain that is relative to them and everyone will have very hard days. Everyone will have really happy days. But that's the point, right? Like, we go to a therapist to make sense of that, not to necessarily say, like, oh, okay, well, You know, my abandonment didn't happen. I'm good like everyone else. It's to make sense of that and to make it useful. Yeah. You know, uh, I I would would say, especially if you're thinking of being a leader, if you're thinking of being in a leadership position of some sort, Mm -hmm. or, you know, if you want to work within your community or, oh man, with kids, especially with kids, man, there's so much about working with kids that's just made me realize a lot about myself because kids don't have that. You know, like they see all like they are completely open to all connection. And that's scary, right? Like that's something that we've already kind of like cut off. Like whenever we meet a new person, we already start judging, like, okay, what's gonna happen? Who is this person? What do they do? Like that's already set. Mm
2: -hmm. So
1: If you're thinking of being a leader, if you're thinking of being a community builder, if you're thinking of working with kids, you need to understand what's happened to you and how it's affected you so that you can move forward and work with other people and, you know, build something better um, for others. Hopefully also for your future family if you decide to have one.
0: Yeah. Oh, yay. Thanks, Anton. Yeah, no worries. Um, I think this will end our part one and awesome. talking about dating and therapy. Uh, <laughs> thank you so much, Anton. And,
1: and, and this is how I conned Erica into doing two episodes with you.
0: <laughs> <laughs> help, help. Yeah, yeah. All right. awesome. awesome. Okay, catch you in the next episode, everyone. Bye.
1: Yes. see ya.